you know, at Delta, at Delta, the girls call me cool. At Eastern, the girls call me Slick Rick. And all the other women around the world just say, oh, there goes the man, <laughs> Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion, custom made from head to toe, the greatest athlete and the greatest wrestler the greatest heavyweight champion of all time and i'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe i'm second guessing myself that i am the greatest of all time forever and ever one surprise one surprise <clears throat> Woo! i'm back the heavyweight champ of the world rick flair and we're coming back right after this yeah we're making power moves Rock in a Detroit groove To some American dudes Out making power moves Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan Rock in a cold one in each hand My buddy Dave and I are Americans Just making power moves Ripping heaters and chugging paps Natty light with no clasp Blowing shit up and chasing ass Yeah, we're making power moves and we're back. Welcome to Power Moves with Mike Burns, episode 122. I'm your host, Mike Burns, coming to you from an undisclosed bunker in the beautiful state of Michigan. Joining me from sunny Glendale, whoop, California, it's your best bud, Gnarly Zach. What's up, man? What's up, dude? It's been a while. It's been a while. Except for the hour we just, or half hour we just did on the pregame. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the pregame was back. We're back. You were sipping your drink. Got my LaCroix, LaCroix, LaCroix. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Look, they're uh, LaCroix here. They're pronounced LaCroix because they're from uh, they're from Wisconsin. They should be LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah, but LaCroix. Yeah. I, like, I like LaCroix. LaCroix. Right. That would be the correct uh, pronunciation, but it originated here, and that's how people say it. Oh, good to be back. This feels good. This feels good. I, yeah, man. I, I, it was hard for me. Hanging to, and banging. It was hiding, hanging and banging. Absolutely, it was hard for me to talk. On the uh, pregame, because I haven't, I've been just by myself and just staring at the TV, and uh, haven't said a whole lot of words. I haven't spoken this much in the, <laughs> in literally, literally three weeks. I, I probably said five thousand words. I have not not talked much whatsoever. A lot of alone time, gnarly. A lot of reflection. <laughs> Hell yeah, reflection. Reflection's badass, man. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Before we get started, I wanted to thank all the incredible daddies and my inner circle of homies who sent me well wishes, blessings, beer money, and emotional support during my two-week solo journey across the United States. You guys are just the best. The Power Moves universe just hits different, and it reminded me why we stay independent and control our own direction and narrative here. So, also, peace. To the inner circle, the Power Moves golf team, and the fellas at Monday Night Beers who took the stress out of a stressful situation. Everything's easier when you've got rock-solid people to lean on. Gnarly and I will get deeper into my uh, journey, the perspective, reflection process of mentally healing myself, and exactly why I left Los Angeles in the Power Moves pregame. Available now on Patreon in the K-Money Club featuring Peanuts Champagne Room for our high roller daddies. Both get you the same access to everything. And just like church, some people, they can afford to put more in the collection plate, but it doesn't mean that everyone doesn't get to deserve, doesn't get to deserve, doesn't get to deserve, doesn't deserve, doesn't deserve to hear the same gospel and the same sermon. And uh, a thank you to the members old and new for continuing to support uh, the PBS of Dive Bar podcast. That's what this is, gnarly. It's a di it's yeah, if a dive bar was a podcast that uh, fucked PBS, that's what power moves would be. And sp Hell yeah. speaking of uh, the Patreon on Saturday, gnarly, and I'm going to send you this script because you need to read it. And it's it's insane. I've talked about it before, but uh, I've never shown it to anyone other than inside the, the entertainment industry who thought it was funny. But like, we can't make this. I dropped on the Patreon the full-length film script for Chillin' the Most, uh, <laughs> the movie that I wrote with B-dubs, Brooks Whelan. It is raw, it is violent, and everything you'd want in an 80s, 90s-style action comedy. 
My suggestion is that you print it out, you put it on your uh, on your coffee table, so when people come over, they know you got a lot of class. You crack a cold one, and uh, wait till everyone goes to bed, and then read it. And you're gonna want a restroom nearby so you don't piss your pants. <laughs> we wrote we wrote it in 2015, gnarly, and uh, yeah. things were different. They were different uh, six years ago, or whatever year it is. Six years ago, uh, it would. I'm gonna need to read that. It, it it was very very 80s 90s it is raw dog it's the way that comedies should still be able to be you know you might be offended by a lot of things in this script but a lot of things in those movies in the 80s were offensive then that's part of it being obnoxious and insane yeah is is you shouldn't do this that's why it's funny um it would never get made today, gnarly. Uh, na- absolutely. Uh, we're going to make that happen. We're going to try to make that happen. I'm going to read you. make some calls. Here's the log line. In a world where Kid Rock hasn't turned into a complete asshole yet, three high school, three high school seniors go on a spring break road trip from Michigan to Miami with a middle-aged lowlife named Davis in an attempt to stop their <laughs> girlfriends from sucking Kid Rock's dick on his chillin' the most cruise. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. It clocks in at 108 pages. Oh, baby. If you like this podcast, if you like Dad Boner or anything that I've ever written, this is a whole new level of that. It's cranked up to 11. It is. There's nothing held back. Are there monster trucks, Gnarly? Yes. Are there juggalos? Yes. Is there a character best described as Carl Welzine on crack? Yes. You'll dig it. Let's go. That's a promise from yours truly. Same as it ever was. Let's get into some power news you can use. In baloney news, this was sent in by Daddy Matt Schaefer. This is from uh, Santa Teresa, New Mexico. Mean Green Border Cops seized 277 pounds of contraband baloney Wednesday at the Mexican border. Yeah, you all right, Burns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All that, all that wasted baloney, man? I, You're like, you motherfuckers. It, it really hurt me. It really upset that me. That Mexican baloney. I know. It's, oh, they probably got better baloney. It's, what are the people are racist against baloney? There's different kinds of baloney or something? I hate that shit. The narcs at the Santa Teresa port of entry in New Mexico discovered 30 rolls of prohibited pork bolo at 6.30 p.m. hidden beneath floor mats and seats of a car during a vehicle inspection. God damn. <laughs> Just like they hide coke. Just this, fucking sitting on rolls of baloney. Fat rolls of baloney. When I lived in a, a historic Filipino town with Mike Bridenstein and uh, Mike Holmes, our neighbors below would frequently have all the seats uh, taken out of their car on the driveway. And we never saw them. Oh, that's normal. We never saw, like, parts of the cars would always be taken off and, and they'd be pumping the tunes. And and, um, and nothing's going on there. They're just doing some, you know, yeah. just a hobby. It was every weekend. Real gearheads. <laughs> every weekend that car was stripped down. And then uh, under cover of night, I think, is when it was loaded. And now I think, what if it was baloney? What if I was like, well, they're trafficking drugs or something. No, what if it was baloney, gnarly? Uh, They just move in that baloney, baby. (laughs) Baloney containing pork is prohibited because it could possibly contain foreign animal disease. So I guess it's just. You got to have food regulations, you know. Right. I understand. But I mean. Is that if you don't cook it right? It's already. I mean, I'd steer sear that bitch up too you know baloney has been so like run through the ringer there's can't be any way that there's anything any bacteria or anything still living in that it's got to be cooked in giant cauldrons and ground up and i don't know sounds like there's like a baloney monopoly going on we don't know about that's what i think because i think there's some sort of baloney you don't let that pork shit get through the border (laughs) or you're dead there's some sort of baloney racism going on it's like well this baloney's good and this one's bad i'm like it's all the same pigs come on man Man, same shit dude driver was given a thousand dollar fine which 
I bet you could, That's it. You could buy a lot of bologna, bologna with a, a grand gnarly. I mean, I like you, oh. like you said, I'd be in heaven with my pig ass. Fucking thousand dollars of bologna, I'd be eating salad until my pants burst. Yeah, it's like no no country for old man when he finds that bag of money, but instead it's you finding like a big ass bag of bologna, and you're just like, <laughs> oh shit, looking around, side eye. Here we go, <laughs> rubbing my hands like in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh my god, I got, I got so much bologna. <laughs> It's a lot of bologna. <laughs> wow! Take a bite out of it. You're like, it's fucking good. Yeah, like, like when they, like when they pop open a brick of coke with the with the knife and do the little taste. Hell yeah, like, dude. The, like the cops you do. Just do like a little lunchable slice, real quick. With the bologna, you know, I slice it open with my pocket knife. I just snort it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's the pork kind. That's the good kind. Uh, I'm gonna blend this bitch up. It bums me out for whoever got busted for this because if you're smuggling a bolo for cash, chances are you don't have a liquid grand sitting around. <laughs> if, yeah. if it's come to that, if you're stuffing your the innards of your car with a thousand dollars with a, uh, with what is this? How many pounds was this? Thirty rolls, two hundred seventy-seven pounds of bologna. Then that's a lot of bologna. Yeah, you need the money. You don't have a thousand dollars. It's a uh, it's a real bummer. Or what if he didn't even know, dude? <laughs> and that's when he gets popped he's like it's fucking baloney like relieved that it wasn't drugs he's like oh my god it was baloney maybe it's a test run to see if they're uh they're gonna get pinched for something that way it's just a thousand dollar fine then they roll the coke through later they do a better that seal. makes sense better seal job i think we're saying we're talking too much we're gonna I- get murdered burns <laughs> i think they should have disguised it as some like pre-roll sammies i should clarify what pre-rolls is uh me and the me and my my buds the 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 Michigan buds love to make uh, PRs as they call them uh, name, <laughs> namesake of uh, of joints but do it with sandwiches. That's when you make like yeah. way too many burgers, way too many hot dogs, and then you just you put them in the buns and you put them all in Ziplocs. So you got a bunch of PR Sammies sandwiches, burgs, dogs just on deck, just on deck, ready to, ready at all times. <laughs> but I think they should. If so, if you would have taken all that bologna and just made like a bunch of sandwiches, when that cop comes up there, you just be like, "Officer, I'm just going to a big ass picnic. That's yeah, it's sixty five hundred sandwiches in my trunk. Yeah, sure, but no, 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 nope. It's not pork bologna. It's it's a beef bologna. There's no need to be concerned. You know, the law is paramount in my life. I would would never bring pig pig bolo into the country, officer. Come on." Yeah, here, take take a few sandwiches for yourself. A couple for you. Who doesn't want a nice bologna sandwich? A little American cheese, a little mustard, a little mayo. Yeah, I got I got some mustard on me here. There you go, man. <laughs> Officer, I'm hand, good? I'm handing these out to hungry street children for my parish. Officer, deals don't come on now. Officer, please, deals low bendiga. Come on now, play God bless you, please. Come on. Two sandwiches, three big stack. <laughs> uh, you're a big pig. You want some bologna? You're a big pig. Yeah, here. Take a. I got sixty five hundred of them. Sure, a couple. Get my of- hair pulled all hard. <laughs> oh man, cops would love to pull that hair gnarly. You're gonna. Oh fuck yeah! You're whipped to the ground there, with there, it. There is no way that they don't beat me with a bologna stick. <laughs> Oh if yeah! I'm driving that car. I'm getting beat up with baloney, dude. You could fuck someone up with one of those. That's what I'm saying, big, man. Those big baloney <laughs> sticks. It's a log. It's a meat log. You get a concussion for sure. Uh, it wouldn't do any. That's the problem. Is you wouldn't be able to press any charges or claim anything because on the surface that's not going to cause any bruising because it's kind of soft. But it's gonna. It could give you a concussion just rocking your brain around, getting beat with that thing. Yeah, it's a it's a bad time getting hit behind the ear. <laughs> It'd be like getting uh, beaten up by that wood guy's dick. That <laughs> you imagine, that guy could that guy could beat you down. R.I.P. Wood, but boy, I bet that guy he could beat you down with that piece. Uh, yeah, this, that's a big piece, man. This is the second time the Narcs have confiscated the band Baloney this year, gnarly. This is this is happening on a regular basis. On fe- on February seventh, who's, who's a supplier? I don't know why they want to. Like, bring... Where's the drop being made? I don't know. It must be inexpensive because it was like I forget the name of it. It was like Charmex or something. So I think it's a it's a uh, possibly a Mexican company, and maybe it's a subpar. Uh, thing like that like they bring it into it's cheaper to produce and then they bring it into the u.s and sell it to uh, delis or sell it or maybe they make 
fried sandwiches like on the carts okay. or something. I'm just trying to figure out why you wouldn't just buy beef bologna or bring in beef bologna. It's got to be something to do with maybe that's like if, same reason why Sonora Town only they go to Sonora to get their flour to make their tortillas. Mm-hmm. So maybe this bologna, that's like a thing. Like, no, we need this specific bologna for what we're doing. Yeah. Which is sick. If there's a restaurant doing that, because they're breaking the law, that's hard. Dude. Tell, that's I'll, a dope restaurant. I'll tell you all the, all this makes me want is to try that bologna. Like I know now. Oh, yeah. Now I know that it's it's uh it's taboo. It's, now it's, I knew that it's, it's sexy. It's sexy because it's got a little risk to it. Sexy. This could, dangerous. This bologna sandwich could kill me now. Like now. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> the other guy. Let's eat that shit. Kill me later. This could kill me now. Uh, yeah. February seventh, hundred ninety four pounds were also seized from inside the trunk in the luggage department of an SUV driven by a forty nine year old ah. Albuquerque resident. So. It's only a thousand dollar fine. So if you're making profit, and you only get pinched once in a while because this is only two pinches in in a couple months. Seems like a good. Yeah, that ain't shit. No, seems like a good business. We could do this. We're doing like what, like fifty pounds a uh, fifty pounds a roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or fifty bucks a roll. <laughs> Maybe I don't know how much a roll of bologna is worth. You, someone's pushing Man. this. Someone is running this operation. If this has been, ha- I like it. If this has I'm happened for it, yeah. Like, bro, you want to make some cash? Check it out. You want this? People love this Mexican bologna, bro. It's not that beef shit. It's pork, son. So just play it cool. You'll be all good. You just look them in the eye. Give them your ID. You give them your passport. It's going to be all good. You're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> Do you think the guys who got pinched uh, got killed by, like, a Mexican bologna lord? <laughs> like, forget this. I mean... <laughs> I want to. I hope not, but I kind of hope yes. <laughs> Senior Oscar like, like, Mayer, I want, I want, please. I, want the, <laughs> I have a I family. I want the baloney world to just be so like fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like we find out about this through like HBO like four years from now. Uh huh. Just like yo, it is like you think the uh, like the coke business was bad, like the drug business. <laughs> this baloney biz is like they're literally feeding people to pigs, dude. I just love that some guy goes by Senior Oscar Mayer. <laughs> let's move on let's move on (laughs) in florida psycho mom news a class act jacksonville mom has caught a case for child abuse after a brawl with a student on the campus of dupont middle school last week edith riddle 34 was arrested by the duval school board police on thursday the report states edith riddle sounds like you should be like 100 years old not 34 yeah it's a real it's a real bitch name. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I were to hear that name, like that was going to be my teacher going to the year, I'd be like, oh, she's probably a hard ass. She's uh-huh. going to be really mean. She's going to like just fail me. Oh, no. You have Edith Riddle next year. No. You fuck, dude. You got Riddle. Ooh, <laughs> you're about to get Riddle. No. Not so Riddle. She's 34 years old. So her parents were like 60 when they had her or something. What's <laughs> right. going on with that name? Right. A school cop heard a teacher freak out over the school radio that there was a fight going down outside of the calf at 12.14 p.m. When the cop rolled up, he saw Edith had been throwing blows on some little kid. Hell yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Edith, no. Edith had just left the school with her own daughter after a meeting with the vice principal, which, uh, you know, sounds like that went real well. Oh, yeah. Immediately, instead of uh, exiting the campus of the school, the daughter zoomed off and she cruised by the calf to start some shit. Edith's daughter uh, slammed the other kid on the ground and threw some fists before Edith also joined in and started punching the kid in the face as well. So they have a a family meeting. Uh huh. They have a meeting with the vice principal, which obviously didn't go well. The kid. After the meeting, the snitched on. probably got snitched on. Immediately, whoops some ass, and the fucking mom helped. <laughs> Here's the twist. Damn. Here's the grade A golden twist. Edith had a boxing glove attached to her left hand. Oh, she had a glove on. She had a big. She had a boxing glove on her hand. Oh, at least she's being safe about it, you know? Right. You know, you don't want to mess your hand up, I suppose. It's it's just a, it's a safer... Probably softer on the kid's head. Yeah, softer beating. You got to take care of the children, you know? Yeah. 
dude, punching a kid's got to be like hitting cardboard, huh? Right. She was having fun. <laughs> here's she the, was having fun, dude. Here's the real twist. The arrest report says that Edith had the boxing glove on her hand when she arrived at the school and had it on during the meeting with the assistant principal. And she told him that she couldn't take it off because it was super glued to her wrist. I'd be like, well, what, let's go to the hospital. What are we doing here? Oh, this? Yeah. Why are we having this meeting? You have a, a, a glove super glued to your fucking hand? Florida's wild, man. That school sucks. That principal's stupid. Like, come on. I was fixing a lamp. Uh. I was fixing a lamp while I was hitting the old heavy bag. It's a big mistake. You know, <laughs> such an idiot. You know, I got to, that's as dumb as, how insane is that? How do you get a bunch of super glue on your hand and then put your hand in a boxing glove? And then you're just like, well, no. I guess this just lives here. Got to get to that meeting down at the school. Again, that principal's an idiot. So she drove one handed? <laughs> I guess. The school's parent, the girl's parent arrived at the school, um, and told the one that got beat up said that she wanted to pursue the criminal charges, and uh, they took the victim to St. Vincent's Hospital for a follow up evaluation. Still, mouth not warmed up for the program yet, Nar. Did the mom go to the hospital and get the glove removed, or uh, she just I bet ran away? I bet it's still there. I bet it's still stuck to her hand. I hope it's still there. That'd be cool, honestly. <laughs> She's just like that. All right, baby. I'm going to need you to chop off my hand. It's like your hands just got to be all rotten inside that glove, too. Like, you ever see Lil Wayne when he takes out his uh, gold fronts from not brushing his teeth and yeah. leaving them on too much? They're just all whittled away to nubs. <laughs> her, hand, Wouldn't you... her hand looks like that uh, Chris Elliott's hand in Scary Movie 3 when he stirs the potatoes. You think... Uh... She didn't have her hand glued and instead she just had a bunch of like nickels or maybe. like coins in that glove. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she had a roll of quarters in there. That's possible. Uh, because um she gets arrested and charged with one count of child abuse with a personal special weapon. So she gets a worse charge because she used the they boxing glove. Her? Yeah. With the boxing glove on? I don't know. I, I that's what I want to know. Did was it actually super? Like was the cop like you're lying and like trying to rip it off and you're just like, oh like, just, it, it's on there. Just peels all the skin off like something out of Aquatine, like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Pop her shoulder out, trying to pull it <laughs> off. It's just the dumbest thing that I've ever I mean, we haven't been doing the show for three weeks, so I haven't heard a lot of dumb things. This is the stupidest thing I've heard in a long time. That principal is a fucking idiot. Right. I'd be like, no, we're no. going to have this meeting when you come back with both your hands. Like, right. what are you doing? You have a box of, like... <laughs> In in my head, what? It's, in my head, it's like a big red, like old Mike Tyson Everlast oh, boxing yeah, that, glove. A huge one. Looks like huge. a huge. Looks like a red balloon. The one that goes like on a woman <laughs> past, maybe like six inches past her wrist. Uh huh. Maybe she had the nickels in there and glued it on on purpose so that you know she would be able to beat the kid. Just like you know what it is, gnarly. <laughs> you know what it is. It's exactly like the baloney thing. You could beat someone with it. They wouldn't get any bruising because it's a nice soft glove, but um, you're still going to rally yeah. your brain around, turn it into pudding. It's not a bad Bologna idea. It tastes good. Maybe you can just get out of a lot of stuff like this. Like, I, Your Honor, I didn't mean to rob that bank. I accidentally glued this 38 to my hand. Your Honor, please understand. It was Look, this gun won't come out of my hand. I, I was waving it around in the I bank. Can't, I can't do nothing about it. I can't do nothing about it. In asshole boss news... A Fayetteville, Georgia man says his last paycheck from his former employer came as 91,500 grease-covered pennies dumped on his driveway. Fuck. Yeah, have you ever... Uh, That's heavy, too. That's heavy as shit, too, man. It's insane. Have you ever had a job where uh, you had a problem getting your last check after you quit or were fired? Mm, not, not to that, where like they fucking went out of their way and brought me, like, how, how many pounds is that? It's it's a lot. I'll, I'll get to it. The details are, are below. And Andreas Flatten left his job at AOK Walker Auto Parts in November 2020. He said he was supposed to get his final paycheck, but the boss man was being a real dick about it. Flatten had to call the Georgia Department of Labor for help, which pisses off this guy who owns AOK Walker Auto Parts. In March, Flatten finally received the $915 he was owed. 
Flatten said he was leaving his house to go to the store when he noticed a pile of grease pennies. <laughs> On top of the pile was an envelope that said, fuck you, and contained his last pay stop. <laughs> this is a dick move, but this is also a this is uh, a, this is a power move to a T. This is not a crime. Yeah. Usually we only do crimes, but this is two there's two categories, power moves and crimes. This is a power move. This guy is a prick. This is a childish thing to do, Flatten said. Oh my god. The pennies you think? The pennies now sit in a wheelbarrow inside his garage. The weight of the pennies have crushed the tires of the wheelbarrow. I saw a photo oh. of it. These tires these tires are so sad. <laughs> they're just Oh man. They're destroyed. If I've done my math correctly, ninety one thousand five hundred pennies should come out to be about at two and a half grams each. About five hundred and four pounds, Flatten said. <laughs> he didn't hear that anybody drop that on the street uh, like. <laughs> maybe the, you know those the wheelbarrow tires would probably last for a little bit i you know when i used to do construction you'd put oh so he left it in a wheelbarrow yeah yeah he left the wheelbarrow there no so the guy that dropped the pennies off left them in a wheelbarrow or he just like just left the pennies on the ground no 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 he left the the pennies came in a wheelbarrow yours to keep the the uh, receptacle uh-huh with the, Damn. And of course with the note, fuck you. At least you gave him a wheelbarrow. <laughs> right. Well, it's fucked up now. <laughs> the tires are destroyed. Uh. Like I said, I, when I worked in construction, I would put, you'd have three, 400 pounds of concrete in a in a wheelbarrow. And it was fine for a little bit, but it was straining. And if it's just sitting there, those tires are going to be <laughs> toast. <laughs> what I want to know is how did this guy, like, how do you get, that many how do you get 500 pounds of pennies like did he just go into the bank dude did he go into a bank and say oh yeah ninety-one thousand five hundred pennies please <laughs> yeah i'm going to play some penny slots and i don't want to get the service fee there so can you guys <laughs> give them to me who has that banks don't have that many pennies no one likes pennies maybe pennies that's why trash. it took so long maybe because this guy took his art, just give me as many pennies as you can, and then keep doing it until we hit the nine hundred something dollars, please and thank you. I guess, I guess that would make sense. If I work at that bank, I'm like, I'm calling the police because this sounds like some sort of weirdo making a giant pipe bomb or something. This is like, this is weirdo destructive behavior. Nothing good comes out of having ninety one thousand five hundred yeah. pennies. It seems, it seems. So you going to the Capitol or something? What are you doing, man? Right, yeah. You got all these pennies? Right. Maybe he owns a few coin stars around town, like uh, in your Julasco and your uh, your Vons, whatnot. He's got a, he's got a I, coin star. I star-ish. own a liquor store, and everything is nine ninety nine. It's a real poor neighborhood with a lot of alcoholics. Everyone's bringing in pennies at all times. I hate like, uh, I like to drive around, and what's the lucky side? Heads up or tails? Which one's the lucky? Uh, heads up. You, you don't pick up a tails up uh, coin. Alright, so he's got all those pennies and he says he just drives around and throws them heads up maybe for that's all the it. children for maybe, good luck. Maybe that's it. He's the Santa Claus of pennies. He's the Easter Bunny of pennies. He just leaves them around town puts them in kids. That's not creepy. That's not weird. No, nah, it's for children. It's pennies. <laughs> I hate pennies. <laughs> I hate pennies, gnarly. Now, yeah. if I see a penny, I throw that shit. I throw it in the trash. If I, like, I'm, not, I'm in the house. It's the, it's the grossest of the currencies. It's a terrible yeah, it's currency. Like, it's an ugly color. And they stink. Especially an old, an old penny. Ugh. Ugh. Well, it's got like that green like sometimes crust. Sometimes green. Green yep. crust. Not cool, man. Grossest of the currencies. If I have them in the I house, like let's say I, I go to the store and I get some change, which I usually, I don't take my change half the time. If it's if it's less than 25 cents, I'm just like, just the paper money, please. Like Especially in the time, COVID times, like, I don't want to touch the coins. I'm not risking anything for 13 cents, but <laughs> if I come home and I got change in my pocket, I put it on the table and there's like a nickel, a dime and four pennies. I take those four pennies. I throw them right in the waste paper basket. Pennies shouldn't even exist anymore. Everything should be rounded no, they up. Suck. They're fucking terrible. And this guy had 91,500 of them. Uh, Flatten said his whole life is now just sitting in his garage. His, he, this is all this guy does gnarly. Because he doesn't have a job anymore. All he does is sit in his garage and he cleans off pennies with a solution of dish soap, vinegar, and water. And he said, even with the solution, it's hard to get the pennies clean. (laughs) 
Maybe he's sick if he put him in his washer machine and just like <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> you know how loud that'd be? It'd be so loud. Yeah, dude. I hope he tried it once and was like right away, nope, 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 nope. Just was he cleaning him like one by one? I'd rather kill myself than do do this. I'd rather be homeless. This, this guy, is, this guy kind of sucks. It's just maybe maybe this guy wasn't the asshole. Maybe he was uh, deserved, but maybe he quit in a yeah, bad we, we, way. We, don't, we gotta hear the other side of the story, you know? Yeah, I would like to hear the other side of the story because I don't want to put all the weight on this guy. He sounds like a prick, but I would like to hear the other side of the story because. Maybe he quit in a bad way. How'd you get the pennies? Two. What was this guy like, man? What do you have for lunch? How did he quit? Is what I want to know. Yeah. When he quit, was he like double freedom rockets? Like, you know, shove it up your ass, take this job and shove it, et cetera, et cetera, and left that boss high and dry with a bunch of work to do. Maybe that was possible. But by the guy, by the way, this guy did this reaction. I was like, he seems like uh, he's not a real easy going type because he'll put in a lot of time to get some sick revenge on somebody. He yeah, said, you should just take it as at least he didn't kill you, man. He right. gave you your money in right. a fucked up way. Just leave it alone. He said it takes about an hour and a half to clean a couple hundred. He's, I think this guy is just bad at his job. Maybe. Maybe he's, he's, this seems like there's it a... It takes him that long to clean pennies. Like, <laughs> you don't got a bucket? Fill that shit with some water and some soap and just keep scrubbing, bro. What I think he did was, and, and I looked at it, I think he filled the thing up with the pennies, the wheelbarrow, and then he just took motor oil, like dirty motor oil and, and from whatever from the shop, grease, etc., and just poured it all over it, just like salad just dressing, settle. and just let it all settle so it's just all glued together. As those coins would just be moving, it's getting all slashy. Yeah. Uh, homeboy said, I think it's going to be a lot of work for money I've already worked for. It's going to be hours upon hours to clean this money up. So it's even able to be spent. It's definitely not fair at all. I don't know. I think you. T- I think you got to take this to like a bank and just be like, "Look, it's yeah, it's dirty. It's but it's legal tender, and you uh, have an obligation to take this off my hands and give me paper money." He said he's concerned. Please. He said, "Please, please." He said he's concerned. The There's whole- a coin shortage. <laughs> take. I got all the panties. Trying to help. Take it to Coinstar. Gum up those those Coinstar things. Those Coinstar machines. Well, out. Some poor eighteen year old out of Vons, just like Jesus Christ. Dude. He's so ruined. I don't think. I think Coinstars are owned by uh, private contractors. Uh, maybe someone can confirm or deny that, but I think they're private contractors. I don't think. I don't think that they will have any effect on uh, the employees of the Vaughns, but maybe. Oh, if, I'm, maybe. if I'm working there and I see a guy pull up with a wheelbarrow <laughs> pennies, I'm, 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 not, I'm not doing my job. I'm watching this psycho. Grease pennies? Oh, man. If you're a bagger there. Right, look, he, he, he's going to break the coin star. <laughs> that oil probably... Dude, imagine putting in those pennies and the oil just fucking up the coin star, then you can't even get your money, and then that's the whole thing. You have to talk to coin star, then they're like, well, technically you broke our machine, so now we're going to take some of these pennies. <laughs> Uh, he's concerned that uh, the oil that when he cleans off the grease pennies is going to slide down the hill and get into his creek because he's got a bunch of fruit trees and stuff, which I understand that, but it's still like, I, it's, uh, that seems a little exaggeratory. Come on, Johnny Appleseed. Exaggeratory, is that a word? It doesn't like It uh, is now. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds right. That's all that matters is that does it sound Yeah, right. I'm going to use it. It's, um, I, I don't think there's that much oil on there. It's not going to ruin your entire... Uh, crop of fruit trees it can't be any more than like a can of oil a can of motor oil if this guy was down for his shit he'd get a, a pocket full of those pennies go to this guy's house and or place he used to work at with a slingshot just let it ride man gnarly that's why we're pals i already have uh this is this was my idea is that you take uh you take some some duct tape and you kind of make a star shape out of it and then you put a big pile of pennies in the center <laughs> Like you're making a pierogi or something, and then you wrap the ball up so it's this heavy duct tape ball, and you do that with like, you know, you make 20 of those, and you go over to that guy's house or his uh, auto parts Hell store, yeah. and you just you just toss that through every single one you of those windows. Know. Every one of those windows, and you just write on those, no, fuck you, on each one. And that's the move. That's the move. because Then, then he goes and gets Nichols, and he makes that heavy-duty <laughs> pipe bomb. Nichols might Throws be- it through your window. <laughs> and then what you do is you fill a rocket launcher a with board. quarters. <laughs> and then 
you go over to his house with a bunch of $20 bills and you just pimp slap them. And then, and then you kiss, and then uh, you suck each other's dicks. And then once you Hell do yeah. that, you get married. Get married. And then once you're married, you make sure he, he fucking gives you half his shit, and then he divorces ass. Gnarly, this is Play the long game this on this a, prank. That's the long con. That is the long con. You walk away with half his stuff. I mean, sure. You got Tell him he's got a small dick. You faked it the whole time. Right. I never loved you. Right. You break what? his heart. Yeah. Break his heart. Break his Take heart. Take half his shit. Take half his shit fucking that's exactly what should happen um so once again it's time to review one star yelp reviews and this time Hell for yeah. aok auto works in fayetteville georgia <laughs> not only they're getting absolutely flamed the it's one of those situations where the yelp uh account has been completely shut down with a caveat there when you go to look like hey there's some extra activity here so uh Take it or leave it, which was what these reviews say. Um, and some of these are pre-Grease Penny, to be fair. So uh, it doesn't seem like this guy was on, right. quite, quite on the up and up uh, completely. This is from Boston S. How awesome is it to see a story on the news like this? The AOK Walker Auto uh, Works just dumped over 500 pounds of pennies covered in motor oil on a former employee's driveway. This amount of class and professionalism must also play a big part in how they service cars. I wouldn't take a child's big wheel to this location, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty sick burn. This is a t- yeah, it showed him. <laughs> Stay classy, AOK Walker. One star. It's not, not even a car. It's a big wheel. And I wouldn't take it to you. Yeah. Ken T. Service equals non-existent. <laughs> Owner equals full of himself and incompetent. Always trying to upcharge you or find a reason to bring your car on the lift. All the parts are marked up more than 40, 70% than the auto shop down the street. Don't waste your life that's here. What mechanics, that's literally what mechanics are known for. <laughs> I know. That's what they do. That's what they do. Unless you got a good this one. This fucking guy. I love that he says. Yeah, that's what it is, man. You got to find a good one, make a little relationship with him. Yep. I love that he ends, it, ends it with don't waste your life here. <laughs> not don't not don't waste your your uh, money here. Don't waste your life here. Uh, from Nate D, the owner might not know how to change oil properly, but he sure knows how to oil pennies. One star burn from Nate D. Nicholas got him. Nick, hey. <laughs> got him. Nicholas K paid a former worker in oil covered pennies. What a D satchel. Pay that man his money. Miles Walker looks like he likes the company of dirty women. <laughs> that, that guy should, the owner should reply, I did pay him, stupid. <laughs> I did pay him in legal tender. Money. What, tender. What, pennies aren't money now, you un-American fuck. I love that burn that he looks like he likes the company of dirty women. Oh, you like dirty women, huh? <laughs> I, uh, that guy is cool just shitting on sex workers and women who want to live a certain way. Oh, you're, you're, a, you're a real cool guy up there, huh? <laughs> Come on, man. We're trying to have a more woke society. Dirty women are cool, Piece too. Of shit. Everyone enjoys dirty women now and then. Come on, guy. Yeah, Nicholas K Come seems on. like uptight in the bedroom. That's what that comment tells me. Yeah, you missionary sex having weirdo. Mm-hmm. No, Nicholas K definitely never eaten a butt. That's that's for goddamn sure. Mm-mm. And too spicy. Here is an older review that explains where the pennies came from. Gnarly. <laughs> Giselle R says they stole the pennies from my cup holder. These people are horrible. Stay away from AOK Auto Center. One star. I think it's from before. I like to think it is. What if this guy always steals the pennies? Because that would make a penny sense. penny a car. What's, uh, some cars have like, you know, a cup holder just with tons of change in it. Some people have shitloads of change. And if you stole the pennies from every single car you worked on and you own an auto parts or a garage for 20 years... And every time you took like 20 pennies, 100 pennies that someone didn't even notice because who cares about the pennies, you would have a giant wheelbarrow that you just kept in the garage that was kind of funny because it was the penny wheelbarrow. I can picture I like to think he laid on them like a bed. 
Because <laughs> look at all this. Like Scrooge McDuck. Oh, like, do- dude, went and uh, dove in it like Scrooge McDuck and just like busted just all his laying fingers. on it. So look at all these stolen panties. Thought he would just sink in. Like, <laughs> instead, it's just rock hard. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, but this motherfucker, he counted all those pennies to that's, give to him. That's the other thing. That's this, insane. So if this guy is willing to count those pennies, why can't you just count those pennies? He put in the effort, gave you your money. Granny did put oil on them. How long, how long would that take to to count out that many? Psychotic. Yeah, this then guy how do you sounds keep crazy. Track of like, how, how do you keep track of how many you're fucking giving them? I don't know. It's like a note know. system. He didn't roll these. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like that's what makes me think that he's either- Isn't even the exact amount of money. He's either ex- insane. He's either so out of his fucking mind. This guy is a, a, a shithouse rat. Or he went to a bank and said, hey, can I get this amount of pennies? And the bank could probably order them from the from the government or wherever, you know, the, the currency place. Right? Yeah, talk to this guy. So well, your daddies reach out to this dude, man. Tell him I'm on his side. I just want to know the story. A, um, a reporter called i i saw this in an article from fox news and uh talked to uh, miles walker and the only thing he would say was that he paid flatten in u.s currency and did not want to be part of the story but his business is screwed is is if you look this place up on yelp it is flamed it is burnt Just down getting to the, bombarded burnt down to the ground man <laughs> it's nuts it's nuts let's move on in Hollywood news, Silicon Valley star ruins a career by grabbing babes at a stupid golf bar. <laughs> <laughs> so you may have seen uh, yeah. you may you may have seen this in the L.A. Times. Um, it's a uh, it's a very uh, straightforward article, and um, I'm not going to uh, do my own take on it. We're just going to whip through a little chunk of this because it is infuriating. Me and Gnarly discussed it before the show. It's infuriating. Uh, Hannah Harding parted a thick wooden gate and walked into the barely lit labyrinth of the Hollywood Club cloak and dagger on October 22nd, 2019. An evening at the Goth Club where a cast of experimental artists performed eerie sexually charged ceremonies each week in the back rooms of the Pig and Whistle Bar was a coveted invitation. An uninhibited LGBTQ friendly members only club where underground DJs, actors, rockers and adventurous partygoers could revel in safety and secrecy. The scene felt a little spooky, but that was part of the appeal for the then 21 year old as the party ramped up in the main room. Back room, the back room. Actor Thomas Middleditch, best known for his role as Richard Hendricks on the HBO series Silicon Valley, approached Harding on the dance floor. She said, "He'll meet. uh, He'd met Harding at the club before. Staff had brought concerns about his behavior to co-workers. Adam Braven. uh, Adam Braven is from that shitty band She Wants Revenge and Michael Patterson. Harding said Middleditch. Sound terrible. Uh huh. Yeah. These guys are." Look up these guys. These guys are awful. These guys are like <laughs> like fifty year old guys wearing goth stuff and like still trying to be oh, totally spooky. Chill. <laughs> washed, Those are normal guys. Washed up band guys who still want to be dangerous and lewd. This, this, Nothing creepy. Well, what what what's so stupid is like these guys are probably 50 or so late 40s but they're still like yeah i'll show you mom and dad <laughs> where there's goth stuff makeup and no this isn't clothes. a phase it's <laughs> not a phase it's a lifestyle i'll show you idiot harding said middle ditch who plays richard hendrix on the hbo series silicon valley made lewd sexual overtures toward her and her girlfriend he turned she turned him down but he kept pursuing her groping her in front of her friends and several employees including the club's operations manager kate morgan morgan said she asked her bosses to kick middle ditch out and ban him but they didn't seem to take it seriously and this is the whole problem with uh, all these uh, instances they no one takes it seriously until it's a problem. Yeah, you let these you let these fucking nerds just do whatever they want. 
I'm not like a treat big, women like shit. I'm not a big like cancel culture guy. And I'm like sometimes you know you dig up these old things and they're they're they were a stage in someone's life where they made a mistake. But this is like now. This is last year, and this is supposed to be. Yeah, a, and this isn't like a a joke. This is like straight up like harassment of right, a woman right. who's it, being grabbed and doesn't want to be grabbed. And it's not very even, rapey. It's also even worse that it's supposed to be a safe private place where there isn't sort there isn't regulations in there. There isn't it's not yeah, like it was at McDonald's where people are around. It shouldn't be an area and where you, people are taking advantage of being predators. Right, absolutely. I feel like they dismissed it, she said. I told Adam that he needs to listen and that this was not okay. Harding has Instagram direct messages from Middle Ditch seen by the Times saying, Hannah, I had no idea my actions were that weird for you. I know you probably just want to put a, me on blast as a monster. I don't expect you to want to be my friend or anything. I am uh, so ashamed I made you uncomfortable. You, you, you're, you, you felt bad about it the next day because you know you did something fucking awful. You walked and up. And you're going to get rained on. grabbing a chick's private areas in the middle of a, uh, that's just, and, and I, I've heard a lot of these sort of allegations on this individual over the years. It's been, uh, uh, through the grapevine for a long, long time. There's another comedian who left that program because of this sort of behavior and no one wanted to listen because no one wants their money fucked with. And that's the Hollywood shitty way. Uh, ten women, including four former employees, told the Times that Braven and Patterson, prominent artists in LA's rock and electronic music scenes, are they? Are they? Nope, that, that's not a non-existent. Don't try to make something cool. Igno- it's not cool. They ignored sexual misconduct among members at Cloak and its festivals. They alleged that the owners took cover under a club secrecy and boundary-pushing aesthetic until a Zoom call in June when members unloaded on them about how they had been treated. See, a lot of th- that's the thing. A lot of people, they're taking steps back, and they're not in front of these people, and they have a new form of they feeling of, of bravery and like, hey, we can't even go to this thing anymore. This is shut down. I'm sick of your shit. You need to be put on blast, and someone needs to tell you this. Some staff and regulars said Cloak used its goth allure as a front. Um, Michael said he wanted to have a real cult, and I buy it. Uh, Morgan said Morgan. That, sound, that sounds real. Yeah, there's uh, some stuff in this article where you had to get like three dots under your eye to be like a certain level of goth to be in this club. And then there's like this, there's a cloak. Yeah, there's nothing like, nothing like Nexium going on here. Nothing weird. That's what a lot of this sounds like gnarly. And there was no, not, nothing weird cloak and dagger tattoos that you, you were forced to be forced to have in order to get into the club, which I'm guessing. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing he got his on his ankle. Is, is that right? You know, he got it on the ankle. You only got the ankle tattoo. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to hurt. Punk ass. Harding said that after she complained, she saw Middle Ditch grope another woman in the club. And Braven did reach out a week later only to tell her she must have been mistaken about the incident. You could, He would never. It's not like every motherfucker from here to Timbuktu in the comedy scene in Los Angeles knew that this guy was capable of and was a weird ass about his sexual shit and his open marriage and his other creepy shit that he'd done because places like UCB, they let this shit go on forever. Places like Improv Olympic let this go on forever. All these women that were newbies on the scene or not were guys that were in power positions and you do anything to get on that stage and to be a... have the spotlight shown on you, and they took advantage of these people. It's gone on since I was started doing improv in 2000. I remember some big slob, like this guy was like 52 years old, and I was in a second-level improv class, and that guy started dating a like 20, 19, 20-year-old, like openly. Like she was like 30 years younger than this guy. And it was like, how, big head. how is this possible? You like brainwashed this person. And I'm sure he told him like, I'm going to get you on this thing and I'm going to get you on this team and you're going to be moving up the ladder. None of that ever happened. I never heard about any of that ever happening. It's fucking bizarre. And it would happen all the time, all the time. These guys that were mid thirties and I was a young man then. And there were chicks that were again, 19, 20, 21. 
and they preyed on them. And there was you knew that there's no way in hell these some of these beautiful women would have anything to do with these dirtbag wiener guys who fit the mo of uh, the old whip out your dick, Louis C.K. corner you in a in a uh, hotel room or a private area. Uh, because they have a position of power and they know that you won't say anything because you'll be in big trouble because a lot of these individuals, they grew up, for lack of a better term, as nerds. And now's their time to really shine and take advantage of people. And they don't want it. They want to flex their little tiny dicks and pin dick balls and take advantage of women when they're uh, at their most vulnerable. And this is what's going on here. Adam called me to make sure to get a second opinion on him because I didn't trust my story in the first place. They cared more about famous people at their club than women's safety. And No shit. And, you know, this is all hearsay and alleged. I can't speak factually to any of this. I can just tell you what I've heard around the grapevine, and this all falls into place exactly. You know what people like this need, gnarly? Little punk asses like this, they need a year in prison to see what it's like when a person in power wants to have their way and ain't shit without, you ain't shit, you don't have your cushy, easy-ass actor lifestyle, you don't have your lawyers or your agents that all knew, all knew that this guy was dirty. They, if, it, if it was going on, they knew about some of it. And it's gone now for this for this dude. He's been, he's been it's a giant New York, LA Times article that was he done was he on some bank commercial forever he was on that rolling in cash not anymore that's gone it's all gone you know you had your chance you had your free lucky chuckle money now you're done for being a stupid ass creep you should have stayed home to tug the poison out to some goth porno you ass clown and that's the bottom line gnarly and i'll tell you what i'm talking about talking to vince about this if i ever if I was a loaded-ass, successful actor who had everything going for me, and I started going to orgy goth nightclubs in the all the time in the middle of the night and in some underground uh, goth fuck scene, like, punch me in the face. Punch me in the face. <laughs> gnarly, 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 take that baloney. Take the baloney roll and crack me in the back of the skull until I get I'll some I'll smack sense. you right in the wiener with that baloney, dude. <laughs> have, have Pop Man do it, you know? That's, oh, no, you don't want that. You're going to get your balls back I, if he hits you with that baloney. Have him hit, have him hit me in the head. The, the pop man I think, I think he's ripping your head off man that's a bad choice burns <laughs> have, have him put some put some power behind it but like it doesn't make any sense to me like how much is enough for some people like how how greedy are they that they let their their sick wants and 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 uh that need to feel this position of power they need to feel like or they're entitlement they, baby they become so entitled you know there are people that were just as talented as 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 a dude like that that didn't uh it didn't work out for them they didn't get the break they didn't get the right audition and they got to work at arby's like some some people have to do that and it's not you know it's a job but it's a, it's not yeah. cake, it's not cake millionaire money also this guy's just grabbing shakes by the pussy we've also talked about this before nobody needs to be that horny like why are you so how horny are you are you you're, yeah dude wind it down baby yeah tuck the poison out fucking play xbox order dude a, do some order a pizza order a pizza always always tuck the poison out and then decide whether uh what kind of weird shit you want to do is is gonna be okay but anyway anyway that's <laughs> fuck that guy you know just fuck, hell yeah fuck that guy what's his name thomas middleditch Fuck you, Thomas Middle, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Put that on the Yelp review. One stop. Oh. And finally, I live in Michigan, gnarly. I can, like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be this extent. I can say whatever I want now. I'm, I've, I've removed myself from the situation. I don't have to send in any. You're good, baby. I don't have to send in writing packets to be on uh, the next uh, masked singer cook off bullshit from stupid idiot tv shows <laughs> and finally we have a power moves uh you can use update this is very very exciting father travis you remember father travis gnarly 
The former yes. the Louisiana priest and his two dominatrices were slapped, uh-huh. slapped with vandalism charges for shooting the Damn. porno on top of the altar in September of last year when Power Moves brought you the story. Travis Clark, 37, and the two babes were initially charged by police with obscenity following the steamy bang action last September inside Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in Pearl River. But the St. Tammany Parish District Attorney's Office on Friday announced lesser charges for the unholy trinity who were busted after a passerby saw them through a church window and reported them to the police. According to the court records, uh, the dominatrix babes, Mindy Dixon, 41, and 28-year-old Melissa Ching, uh, they had corsets, the high heels, the whole the whole shebang during the three-way. The and works. They had the works, really, full spread. Uh, they got the sex toys. They had stage lighting, which I think is a nice mm-hmm. touch. They wanted to do it right. This was like going to be a sick badass. Por- it's going to be a sick, a, a sick porno. Um, cops took all those. I'm sure they uh, checked all those sex toys right into right into you know you got you put those. Hey, Lou, does this smell funny? <laughs> I'm gonna put. I gotta take this uh, in the bathroom. Like, just for a secret, you know, secret investigation. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, still warm. The women told cops at the time that they were uh, at the church to film role play with the priest. Cops determined everything uh, that went on that night was consensual, but initially arrested uh, the trio on obscenity charges. See, consensual. See, Father Travis is a stand-up guy. He's not at some goth club grabbing babes. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> this was a like a hater. We were talking about a hater fucking busted this shit up. Right. You know, someone busted in there and was just like, well, I'm just going to squeeze out some goop quick. And then I'm calling the police immediately after this. But, yeah. Had that nut remorse. <laughs> yep. I, you see Father Travis? Weirdo? He's a weirdo, but he controls his weirdo behavior respectfully. He knew. Yeah, he's not just grabbing chicks. He knew he wanted to. Like, ah, he knew get he, away with it. <laughs> he knew he wanted to do some stuff. Like and a fucking gremlin. So he called up a couple of uh, you know women who like that sort of uh, thing, and uh, I was like, "Hey, you want to shoot a, an adult film in my church?" And they're like, "Yeah, of course I do. That sounds." They sweet. said, "Yes, I consent." <laughs> Clark was removed from the church the day after his arrest, and uh, the altar. I didn't. We didn't know about this. This was later. Gnarly. The altar was burned. They burned. Oh, come on! They took man. it out of the church and they burned it. And then uh, they consecrated another one. Yeah, give that to like, like a, bar. a big altar like that would be sick in that goth bar. Yeah, <laughs> like, leave it at a fucking, leave it at a park or sell, some shit. Sell it to that that uh, loser ass she wants revenge guy. <laughs> sell it to him. <laughs> put a Look, ho- dude, I could totally, I could totally rape a chick on this. Yeah, put a Hollywood price on that. This is uh, uh seventy five grand. It's a real church altar. Whoa, man, that's like the dark dark arts. We could do some stuff on there, man. And you tell uh, me, there's a a three way. So what? They shot a three way on here. Whoa, that's really cool. Yeah, huh? dude. Yeah. It was a, a priest. Yeah, God me, was speaking through his dick. Let me put up. Let me put on my. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, let me let me tighten up my uh, thigh high Doc Martens. Here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm so I'm Put- 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, let's do some power tube. My TV show of the week. Well, I already talked about how much I'm enjoying the NCAA tournament. Cleaning up with that free Michigan gambling money. You can hear more about that on the Patreon. I'm watching a lot of Sanford Sudden, Arlie. Sanford and Mom, Son. Mom, has been on as my go-to. I've only I'm only rocking basic cable now, and every night yeah. they are running Sanford and Son. <laughs> I watched one that I never saw last night where they go to Hawaii. They shot they shot the episode on location. It was wild. Hell like yeah. Sanford and Son is always just in the little in the little Sanford and Son living room, and sometimes they're in the uh, kitchen. I always wondered what the upstairs looked like, and then he gets Sanford arms in the later episodes. But yeah. They were straight up shot it in Hawaii, and I knew this because at the end, I didn't even think of it. At the end of the episode, they said that thing like uh, travel, uh, travel, whatever was provided by uh, U.S. Air. U.S. Air, you're number oh, one sick. in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm Red Fox is the best. That show would get canceled now. They, that whole show is just him um, calling uh, uh, women farm animals and stuff. <laughs> 
that's like the whole show. The whole show is him. Uh, putting, every single person that's not Fred Sanford to him is a uh, 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 special needs uh, idiot or they're a farm, <laughs> they're a farm animal of some sort that needs to lose some weight, <laughs> or their uh, or their face looks like a punching bag or a a moose asshole or whatever he says. It's it's a lot of laughs. I enjoy it. Sometimes I'm like, wow, that's a little harsh, dude. Fred, man, that's uh, come on. I don't know if they, I don't know if that uh, if Ann Esther really deserved that. That uh, that really swang from the fences. Swang, swang, yeah. swang for the fences. Baseball season coming around the corner. Pretty excited for that. Ooh, ooh baseball. I was already looking up. Um, I'm looking up some minor league teams. Like I said, new Detroit Tigers farm team in uh in Western Michigan. Pretty excited. Go check out some minor league nice. teams here, gnarly. It's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Cheap games. Cheap beer. Cheap cheap dogs. Can't beat it. You know, Hell yeah. As long as you're sitting at a park, man, it doesn't matter how good the game is. Half the games you go to suck anyway. It's yeah, just you're like, just hanging out, dude. Just hanging out, living life. Not only what you watching. Uh, 90 Day of the Single Life, and then also that new uh, QAnon documentary on HBO Go is pretty hilarious. Mm, mm. A lot of mental illness on there. It's a good watch. Yeah, I need to... Uh, I need to get my HBO situation back in business. I could probably do it on my laptop. I just like I don't. I got I I, I got to get a new uh, Apple TV and then I'll. Yeah, and, Apple Apple TV is legit, man. I love it. Yeah, I love mine because there's a new uh, Real Sports with Brent Gumpel that came out today on this Wednesday when we're taping, and I'm very bummed I can't watch it. I kind of want to watch it on the laptop, but I know once it's gone, I'll be bummed that I didn't save it for later. So. Uh, we'll see what happens let's do some power grooves my song of the week step into a world by krs1 off of 1997's i got next put the windows down and bang it on a nice spring day mm. Mm, that's and it's that's featured in the uh last dance uh, michael jordan thing so those are great are, documentaries yeah and you know that guy guy who made that is involved in, or if not just made, the Andre the Giant one, and announced on Hype Beast today, they're doing one on my favorite uh, rapper of all time, the DOC, which is it's it's like this guy just makes stuff for me. I think he's doing an '86 Mets one. He's also doing a Stone Cold one. I read. Oh, okay. This guy just makes like everything I like. Matt, 86 Mets. Like, what is he going to do next? Van Halen, 84 Tigers, Bob Seeger. He makes fantastic stuff, and I'm so pumped for that DLC. But Step Into a World by KRS-One off of 1997's I Got Next. Great, great uh, record, and was never a big KRS-One guy because I wasn't a big East Coast guy except for EPMD and Big Daddy Kane and a few others when I was a kid, but... I've been revisiting some of it, and holy shit, that guy's such a great MC. Really underrated. Kind of bumps me out. I didn't listen to him more before. Not only what you listening to, she uh, wants revenge. Uh, <laughs> Rolling Stones. So, I forget the name of the album because I usually have to look at my phone to pull it up. Say it again. But it's uh, Hand trying- of Fate by the Rolling Stones. Good jam. What is it's that? It's a great jam. Yeah. What's what album on, is that off? It's the blue one. Where Mick Jagger, you see how blue his fucking eyes are, and then like his lips, it's just like a close up of his face with Keith Richards looking the other way, yeah, opposite and the homeboy behind. But he is a handsome motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then you run that track, and you're just like, how could you sing like this and then also look like this? Like lottery, the he man had, hit the lottery. He had model uh, features. Little guy is insane. It's insane. The cheekbones, the eyes, the lips, the haircut. Yep. Unbelievable. Great, great track, though. I was listening to, God, I can't remember any Rolling Stones album names. I was listening to uh, the one that's got that 80s, that 90s, 80s look with like the, all the pink, the blue, the yellows in it. I can't look it up on my phone because we're doing the Zoom call on my phone because it works better than the computer. But I'm trying right now, actually. Let me see. Recently played Doobie Brothers. Some a jawbreaker. The album's black and blue. There it is. There it is. Black there. and blue. It's the second track on there. There. That we don't have to end the program with uh, any misinformation. 
we, we, we get a we get a bow tied on it, gnarly. We tie that bow. We Hell tie yeah. it up tight. This is a nice big fat show. Very excited to be back. We'll be back again next yeah, week. We're back, dude. We are back. We are back, and it's going to get better and better than ever. Can't believe it. I I, I just Damn. it was hard for me to 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 uh, produce it today. It, I was out of out of the the habit, you know. Like it was like, oh, how do I write this? How do I make this look like this? And I put it off and put it off because uh, I was afraid, gnarly. I was very nervous, to be honest. I was nervous. Yeah, man. I, it was like I felt like when um, you know, I did stand up a lot and they do like a big show with a like you know, a couple hundred people. I had that that butterfly, and I'm real rusty. If you listen to the listen to the um, Patreon episode, I. Can't- I just I don't know how to talk well. I do not talk well. I ain't no I ain't yeah. talk good, gnarly. All right. People wanted it back. It's back. Yes, they did. Everyone was so nice. Everyone was so nice. Some people thought it was gone. It broke my heart. I was like, no, 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 no. Because I something I realized was that a lot of people are, you know, they have busy lives. They were behind on on the show. So uh, for, mm-hmm. the, for the last three weeks. The thing I would get these messages over and over and over again. I'm just getting caught up. What happened? What happened? I'm like, no, no, no. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> we should have been back last week, but uh, we had a, a major technical mount- difficulty. Technical difficulty, but I think we have it all figured out, and we're uh, we're ready to rock. Gnarly. Thank you for riding. Hey, man. Glad to be back. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.